Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Some of the things, of course, that we've been dealing with, and we've spoken about it a fair amount, is is is, and and it started on the other side. The minute these attacks occurred, when uh, people like myself on media and social media were being asked to prove the atrocities, what really happened? Did this did this happen? Prove it, prove it, and we did. Like idiots, we rushed to prove it, and we rushed to find sources, and then we were told, "Nah, it's all AI. Israel is just involved with AI." And then uh, and then. And it didn't take too long for us to see photos of uh, Gaza, of children suffering in Gaza. Some of them even had six fingers. Uh, and that's when we realized that, hold on a minute, maybe AI is more of a problem than we have realized. So we wanted to understand a little bit more about it. Eris Rubenstein is a copywriter, is a creative director, uh, to Naftali Bennett. And uh, we wanted to get his view on the subject. How do we manage it? How do do we deal with this? Eris, a very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing okay. We're holding on, like they say over here. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a question that I'll start every interview in Israel with, and everybody has quite an uncomfortable answer because nobody can answer how they're doing really uh, because it's it's obviously just that tough at the moment but what makes it tougher of course is what we're seeing in social media and, and the the social media war that is taking place and uh, of course it's a very very big conversation but what I wanted to start off with is just talking about AI ar- around these generated photos that that we have been seeing. Give us some uh, give us some information around this. So basically, uh, I myself and the entire, the vast majority of the AI community in Israel are against the, the use of AI uh, without specifically saying that it was done with AI. And even then, it's a bit problematic because when you create a picture and you write in the post, I did this in AI, usually it's shared without your writing. And very quickly, it's circulated throughout the world as a, as a real photo. And, and it harms our public relations efforts because at the end of the day, uh, the horrors of the October 7th were filmed by the beast and the monsters themselves. And they're stronger than any AI. The truth is much stronger than anything that artificial intelligence can, uh, can create. So basically, uh, when people create AI, it just hurts our efforts because it gives the other side the ability to uh, say falsely that uh, all the images were made by AI, while, while it's not it's not true, obviously. Mm-hmm. Everything was filmed by them. They had videos, they had GoPros on their own vests. So uh, we have we have the truth. We have it uh, uh, in plain view. Uh, there's no need to add the AI into that game. Mm. But yet we're seeing it, we're seeing uh, photos coming out of, allegedly coming out of Gaza, where we are seeing AI-generated images. That's correct. Listen, uh, it's not the first time. Uh, people are like surprised. How, how could Hamas be lying? I mean, these people <laughs> yeah, yeah. killed uh, uh, 40 babies. They took 240 hostages. They killed Hundreds and hundreds of civilians, 1400 people died that day. And when we say that they're lying, it's, no, that can't be, that can't be true. But this has been going on for, for ages. There's even a hashtag for it. It's called Pallywood, mm-hmm. which is Palestinian Hollywood, 
where you see dead bodies moving because uh, obviously they're taking videos of, of live people. Yeah, I saw one yesterday of a woman putting makeup on a baby, like red makeup. They put blood makeup and ashes and they have actors which we see every day playing a different role. Oh, I want to talk about that because that's just too awesome for words, but we'll come back to that. Right. So, so they use it a lot and, uh, and for, for some reason the world is very gullible about that and everything that comes out of Gaza is, uh, deemed, uh, truth and the BBC are very happy to, to put it on as, as news. Hmm. Uh, but we try not to do that. We know that, uh, uh, the truth is, is stronger than anything and we don't want people to suspect if it's fake, if it's not fake. So we're trying hard to uh, to refrain from doing those things. Isn't there an option to almost embed a stamp in something that uh, the photo itself that is uh, AI altered or generated? So uh, this technology just now is starting to develop where they're trying to poison uh, AI images in a way that it's uh, embedded in the pixels themselves. So you cannot see it. The image isn't distorted. And the technology will be able to say which images were made with AI and which weren't. But that, first of all, that still isn't, uh, isn't circulating. It's, it's still not out there. Second of all, you could take an image made by AI and then just do a screenshot. And it's true. then you lose all Yeah, and if it says AI time. at the bottom as a stamp, you just cut that part off. So, so it doesn't really, I guess it doesn't really help. But it's a very, very difficult, it's very difficult because we've always had a problem and we've seen it in particular, the bombing of the, the alleged bombing of the hospital or all of that information proved to be totally incorrect and uh, pretty much a bold faced lie. So we've always, and we've known this, you know, we've seen mad stories Israel flooding Gaza with the dams from the south, dams that didn't exist. We've seen these stories, but those have been stories. We are now, now we've moved to this level of seeing images as well that, that we can't tell. And, and, uh, it's, it's the, the, our ability to discern that is, is not, we're not quite there yet. So it, it does make it a massive problem. It is a problem. The bigger problem is that there are more than 15 billion Muslims out there and less than, I don't know, 16 million Jews. So, mm. so the game already of, of trying to explain is, uh, it, it, you lose from the beginning. Mm. So it doesn't matter if they show images from AI or what they do a lot of times. They take images from the war in Syria. Yeah, I've seen so many Syrians. From, from a decade yeah. ago. Yeah. And they show and they say it's from now. So, I don't think AI is, is the problem here. The problem here is the narrative that the world accepts uh, without any questions. It's about speaking, how can we do a ceasefire and how can we do a humanitarian ceasefire and nobody's speaking about how can we release 240 hostages and kids uh, that are a month already mm-hmm. in, in the problems. So, so the AI itself is, 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 is yeah, it's just almost it a symptom them. of all of the uh, symptoms of all of of the problem. Can we just talk about this uh, this one guy in Gaza who keeps popping up all over my timeline, um, and he's obviously a, a particularly talented actor. But uh, there's even a hashtag I can't remember what it is, Mister FAO. Maybe I can't remember, but uh, we we are seeing actors 
in 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 uh, Gaza playing different roles. What's with that? Like I said, it, it's not new. Just now, it's it's uh, in the vaster quantities, so we're paying attention to it. But that's always been the case. Uh, and uh, you know what? I, I don't want to give this guy uh, airtime. He doesn't deserve it. There's so much other things that I'd rather talk about, about how we use AI to boost morale in Israel. So how do we do that? Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so there are uh, like several areas that we're using AI uh, mm. during this war. The first one, obviously, is in uh, public relation campaigns. Uh, but uh, it's more like creative campaigns. So okay. we, there was a campaign showing uh, famous villains that are crying, like uh, uh, Freddy Krueger or Scar from The Lion King. And, and the, obviously the, the message is that the horrors are even mm. unbelievable for them. You know, the atrocities right. yes. are unbelievable for the biggest villains. So there's a lot, a lot of creative campaigns going on saying the West is next and the tunnels are under the Eiffel Tower and under the London Bridge and stuff like that. Uh, okay. and, and these are very well perceived as AI. It's, it's, it's mm, not like it's, it's obviously to so. be a real mm-hmm. image. Yeah, it's, it's create, creative. Mm. Uh, another thing is we're using AI technology to help identify uh, people who are missing or people who are kidnapped. There are more than 60,000 pieces of, of imagery, of videos and photos taken mostly by uh, the Hamas, but also from CCTV cameras. And uh, people were working 24-7 until now trying to discern who was kidnapped, who was alive, uh, where are the missing people. And, and AI has been used in that as well as, a, as a, an image detection technology. Um, people are trying to boost morale. There's this uh, uh, woman, uh, Dana Israeli uh, is her name. She created coloring p- pages for kids. So from AI with the superheroes and the flags of Israel. So, uh, and that was a big success. And lots and lots of kids were, were coloring with her pages. Um, people were making uh, Funko uh, Pop uh, uh, dolls, images. Uh, a guy uh, named Ori Bejerano started that trend. So you see people making pop, uh, uh, pop-up dolls of, uh, of uh, uh, Joe Biden, which was standing uh, with Israel, and with uh, a famous woman that deceived the Hamas terrorists, giving them cookies mm, until mm, the mm, police came. Her name is Rachel. Mm. And all kinds of heroes that, uh, you know, uh, even the, the, the news anchors that are 24-7 on, on, on the news, on the TV. So they were also starting to be uh, perceived as heroes in Israel. So they got their own uh, Funko Pop dolls. Um, uh, trying to, to be a bit, you know, uh, uh, like black humor and satire also to keep the... Uh, the morale high, so making satirical uh, interviews with uh, the Hezbollah or the Hamas leadership, uh, laughing at them that they're hiding in the bunkers while they're sending mm-hmm. uh, their people to die. Uh, there's a guy in Israel called Ishai Raziel that takes all the famous people that were talking against Israel and for Hamas, uh, forgetting to speak about the hostages, forgetting to speak about or condemn even the the atrocities mm-hmm. of October 7th, and he's turning those interviews into uh, support Israel. So he's 
cloning their voices. Oh, that's perfect. And he's uh, oh, lip syncing their. Uh, yeah, so you see Roger Waters and you see <laughs> oh, uh, Bella, see Bella Hadid mm. and a lot of interesting. Some of our favorite anti Semites, yeah. Exactly, and, and he puts new words in their mouth. There was even this Egyptian uh, uh, news anchor that spoke in Hebrew against Israel. So he twisted her words around saying that she's for Israel. She saw that video. She even aired it on her show. And she said, I can't believe it. I want to I wanna break the screen. Uh, uh, it's impossible that they did this. And she just helped us get the message out to Absolutely. tens of millions wow. of people around the world. So, so there's a lot, a lot of use of AI, uh, but, but mainly in uh, uh, visibly. So we're we're saying it's AI. We're using it in creative ways. We're not trying to create new reality. We're not trying to put fake images out there. There are few people that are doing that, and they're getting uh, the minute they do that. Everybody is enraged and tells them to put uh, to take off those images because it's just hurting us. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating because the there's no doubt, and it's something I've, I've said repeatedly, specifically this week, is that the Israel's approach during this war is significantly different to how it's been in the past. And I was really referring to the Israeli government providing timeless information, uh, accurate information, showcasing things that in the past perhaps they wouldn't have. But what it does is it gives people like me around the world the tools to be able to deal with a lot of uh, the misinformation that, that's coming our way. Instead of saying, well, I'm pretty sure that hospital wasn't bombed, but let's wait to see. And then three weeks or a month or six months later, we eventually get the, the real information and nobody cares and everybody's forgotten about it. So that's, I think, a a massive credit to to Israel and to the approach that it's taking. And then what you're talking about as well is is another angle to that, which I think is is incredibly incredibly uh, powerful, which is to give Israelis and to give Jews supporters of Israel around the world the ability to 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 laugh at it and to to take a very very serious situation and to uh, to to find the not the humor in it because there isn't humor in it but to 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 empower people really uh, to because once you laugh at your enemy and once you ridicule your enemy to some extent you are empowering yourself and it's a very very powerful way that Israel is going about doing this was this a a strategy or did this just evolve over the last month so the first part that you were speaking about, that's mainly thanks to uh, Daniel Hagari, the IDF uh, spokesman, which is a very serious guy. He was a, a combat person himself, and uh, he understood very quickly uh, that he needs to act very, very fast. So he has a very, very large team working 24-7 to get those things out as quickly as possible. And the, and the hospital uh, example is a good example because everybody was waiting for him to say, no, it didn't happen, it wasn't us. And he said, no, we're going to wait another hour, another two hours, but I'm going to have all the facts and all the proof, and only mm. then I'm going to mm. come out. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's, they come out with lies, 500 people with names dead in, in two minutes, and we are still, uh, we still believe in the truth. Even if it takes another hour or two, I know there was a big a PR damage done. Everybody, everybody was speaking about it. 
the Jordan uh, Peace Conference uh, was canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's important to, to stick to the truth. Regarding all the other things, uh, yeah, that that burst out spontaneously because AI has been such a big thing in, in the past year. And also here in Israel, I myself have been teaching AI and uh, it really caught up. You know, people are really, uh, a lot of people are, are using AI for their day-to-day work. So the minute uh, that we had the chance to use it for our purposes in the war, we did it. I mean, the, the first day, on October 7th already, Noah Tishbi uh, uh, put out some uh, videos trying to say what was evolving. And I took those videos with her permission and mm-hmm. I dubbed them into seven different languages. Wow. So you have Noah Tishbi speaking French, Italian, Spanish, Portuguese, Polish, Hindi, Hindu, any language you want. And, and she's speaking it with perfect lip sync. And we spread those videos out, uh, out to the world. Now, this was done fairly quickly. You know, I was in contact with her team. They sent me the videos. I did the dubbing. Until I finished dubbing them, it was less than an hour. The numbers already grew dramatically. She was thinking there were 200 dead. Or there were already 700 dead reported. And until I, I sent out those videos, the number doubled. Um, so it is, it is important to work fast, but uh, uh, AI helps us, you know, as much as possible to do that. Incredible. And Noah Tishbe as well, one of the heroes of this conflict, no doubt. Absolutely fascinating, fascinating interview. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us. Uh, that was Erez Rubenstein, is a copywriter, creative director, for, works with, Nata, with Naftali Bennett, a generative teacher and a keynote speaker, talking to us about the use of AI. Incredibly powerful. And uh, what an amazing, what an amazing job they are doing.